0: Welcome back to the hot mess to awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really
1: like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. Welcome everyone to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast. I am your host and life coach, Dion Thompson. Oh, I am feeling very glorious and just had the most fabulous dance party with my lovely friend Rose. And Rose is a second time guest here at the podcast. Um, You may have caught her first episode. It was episode 53 and it is passion led full of transformation and glory and i highly recommend after you listen to this that you pop back and check that one out if you haven't yet rose and i have been friends now for what feels like this lifetime and i am so grateful to have her here on the podcast again and the so before i give um share with you the the formal introduction i just want to say the songs that she chose for the dance party. I always get so intrigued by the songs chosen by my guests. I, I, I kind of like to be an observer of things and I like to see, like I listen to the lyrics. I feel the tone and I feel a deeper connection. And um, before we hopped on Rose and I chatted about, you know, a few things and one of them um, being the comfort zone. And I am looking forward to chatting more about that. So we are recording this right at the beginning of September. And um, if you are a human on this planet, then uh, and you're familiar with the shifts that happen stepping into September, the energetic shifts, the physical, the schedule, all of the things sort of Um, amalgamate around this time of the year, especially for women. And it feels like the new year for me, it really feels like this massive opening or awakening opportunity. And the reason why I mentioned that before we even dive in is because the last song we listened to was Believe by Share. So if you're of a certain age, you know exactly what song that is, and you can hear it in your head and you can see the strobes of light and you can do all the things, right? Um, and I really dropped into those lyrics thinking this is very much about breaking free from that comfort zone and really stepping into that next level of love and power. And I know that Rose is all about helping her clients, her friends, her community, the world to do that. So I am, I thought it was kind of interesting as an observer of things to tune into that song right before we hit record. So thank you for that Rose. And mm-hmm. if, uh, if you're feeling so inclined after listening to this chat today to, Hop on whatever tune system you have, find that song, drop in. It was fantastic. Awesome. So um, before we jump right in, I'd like to introduce Rose too. So Rose is a powerful abduction survivor dedicated to helping women discover their own inner light. Ascending from trauma, Rose has tapped into her deepest resiliency and positivity to become a much needed maternal presence for the women of the world. Through her experiences and her unique ability to support others, Rose has created a prosperous future for herself and her six children, building her life and creating several businesses, including a day spa and her online programs at Goddess Mastery, a sacred space for women to embrace their gifts and shine their light. Rose is a flower essence practitioner, priestess energy healer, certified master life coach of over 20 years, and my friend. And I welcome you, my beautiful goddess, into the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast for your second appearance. Thank you Mm. for being with us today.
0: Oh, my beloved friend. Thank you. It is an absolute honor to be here with you today. Such an honor. And it was an honor to get to dance with you again. Uh, It's always so much fun. And I love that you, you also resonate with this, these Song that I've chosen. and uh, It's so fun to get to dance with you. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. And so Rose, when we chatted last, we, and we knew this was going to turn into a bit of a, a, not a two-parter, but an opportunity to share again, because your story is very, um, it covers it covers a lot of period of time, and it covers um, a myriad of ups and downs, and traumas and transformations. And in that first episode, you did share a a the journey from the very beginning to um, where you are now, supporting women. And today, I was hoping that we could dive into a little bit more about what um, shifted for you specifically that has created the opportunity for you to do this deep work, because I know that, you know, we had chatted a bit earlier. Um, there's many significant moments in your life, but there, you had shared that there was sort of a bit of a theme here around the comfort zone, that crazy (laughs) thing that everybody seems to have, but nobody like can truly define it. I think in a way that we're all like, Oh yeah, there it is. I can see it as a box but I don't know where it is, but I know that it's there and I want to push past it, but I like where it is. Anyway, um, mm. so, Rose, share with us your experience and um, what it is that you feel you gain from that experience that has led you to be the leader that you are today.
0: Oh, thank you. While well, i am talking. I'm going to invite you and any of your amazing listeners. To go ahead and keep listening, and if you can find a rubber band like when it you know, especially if it's like a thick rubber band like this Mm -hmm. and just put it around your wrist if you can locate one of those or. um, The hair scrunchies or something that's not too constrictive. All All right, right. so. i'm just going to go back and just briefly touch on when I realized what was happening with my comfort zone, I was. In my second year of college, I was 17 years old. It was a cold January evening coming out of class and I was abducted, pulled into a van and taken to a location where I would most definitely not be found and held captive. And during that period, I realized that something was happening. I didn't have the words to really describe it, yet the feeling was that my world was which had already gotten pretty small due to things that I had endured as a child, I realized that now it was getting very, very small. And I felt that I would disappear. And I had a choice to let go, surrender, and let that be it, or to try to fight and escape. And I'm so grateful that I made that choice. And that I was able to escape over the next period of time in my life, having my children and journeying through some other things, I, I, didn't, I didn't do a whole lot of work to re-expand my comfort zone. I felt like I was still living in this very small place within myself. And what happened, I'm going to fast forward a little bit to a time of transition in my life where I was um, building, doing a lot of my own personal spiritual and healing work. I was launching my own coaching practice while still also, as many of us do, when we're first launching our, our soulpreneur, journeys. I was also contracting in media. So I was working in media. And one morning um, I was getting in my car my children were all safe and those who were were going to school were at school. I was headed into work early one morning and over the radio came the news that on September 11th, the first plane had hit the first tower and it was life altering for so many of us here in the U.S. and the world. Continuing my drive, trying to hurry to get to work, I saw people pulling over and they were sobbing and it was, it was an energetic feeling that couldn't be ignored that something massive had happened. And as I did arrive at work, it was busy chaos. We're trying to get the news out, get the latest reports, figure out what's going on in real time as this is unfolding here in the U.S. I'm on the West Coast. So on the West Coast, we're three hours behind. So if it sounds like, oh, your time is a little up, That's why.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: so I'm at work and it's absolute chaos. And I, even driving to work, I was thinking, what's going to happen to my children? Uh, what is going on? We just don't know. And the, the thoughts of, of Pearl Harbor and significant events in the world that have happened are coming into my mind. And I was struggling with my responsibilities to my children and my responsibilities, to those that I was um, contracted to support and just really in a, a tug of war and, and not having any answers at all. It really struck me, the people that were leaving that w- and that were just having um, breakdowns and couldn't even function to be able to make a choice to leave the building or to rise up and support and get the news out that really was needed. Many people across the globe were wondering what's happening to their loved ones. And during that time, um, trying to do my job and trying to support other mothers who were in the same situation, the second tower was hit. And I realized something in my wall, my comfort zone started to crack. I realized in that moment that I wasn't guaranteed, and none of us are guaranteed, um, more time. And so, as I I bring this story away from the global tragedy, I'm I'm going to go down my own path. That that crack that happened right then allowed me to crack open to. The desire to at last really break free from what had become a really small place that I was living in I realized that I was actually a part of me was actually still captive and I really committed at that time to my own growth and when I was at a point where I was truly healthy to continue my journey to support others. And that's when it happened. It happened on September 11th, 2001. We're nearing our 20 year anniversary now. And that's when I cracked open and when my journey began and what rose from that, that I'd love to share with you today, Dion, and your amazing, amazing network of listeners is An exercise that is something you can do almost anywhere to remind you you to make a commitment to expand your comfort zone and begin your own healing journey and begin your your journey of moving forward from the healing when you when you have done your healing part so important to do that first and not leave that open wound. So that's why I wanted to ask everyone to go ahead and get a rubber band. This is something I've done for about 20 years. <laughs> that <laughs> happened, I think it was within 18 months, I started to do this with my clients. Um, so if you just put the rubber band on your finger, it's, it's loose, it's easy. It's, there's not a lot of effort <laughs> that happens imagine your comfort zone and this is your comfort zone at the time that i was speaking about i think my comfort zone was would have had to put it in half
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if you can't see the elastic got very very small <laughs>
0: uh uh-huh. yes this i i used to represent when we begin working together uh, our comfort zone and wh- where maybe we're at and then we define what each person wants to do on their journey of moving forward. And um, so, what I'd like to do now is just have you put your thumbs into the rubber band on each side. Don't stretch it, just kind of hold it like this, just a little bit taut. Okay, so there's our comfort zone. Now, as we work together, and I know Dion, as you work with your clients, you take steps that stretch
1: <laughs> <laughs> elastic got like, very Woo! big yeah. <laughs> they go into
0: these different zones so let's take it and just barely kind of just give it a little tension so we're just stretching just a little so from here to about there that's a stretch so that's a maybe let's let's let that represent a choice of first of all i recognize i have a comfort zone i want to expand this i want to gain new skills and so as we take just a little exercise or two, working with a coach or a mentor, we begin to stretch into a new new area. There will be those things that will be, um, they might be baby steps, they might be small steps, those, those pieces. That's what that represents. Now if we stretch a little bit more to, to this, that would be something more of a risk. What I'd like to talk about before we go any further is. What's in our comfort zone? Well, for for me, <laughs> something that's easily in my comfort zone is to send a text to a friend um, to give them encouragement to go out and take a walk on my farm. Um, it for you, Dion. What might be one or two easy comfort zone things?
1: Um, to feed my family to, uh, sit and read a book, um, in my comfort zone would be <laughs> to sit down at my desk and go on Facebook. That would be right in my comfort zone.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. And you know, I love that you said that because for some people, some of those, especially you, Dionne, I really admire you so much. I, so many of the things that you do with ease are are like in this risk or die zone for me like I think I oh my gosh I could never do that so I I love it the things that come easy for you and you happen to mention like Facebook for for some people that is something that they just feel they cannot do or they're so uncomfortable with being seen on any platform
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so I love that you made this point for me. <laughs> As we come into the zone of kind of taking a little bit bigger step, we're stepping outside of the comfort zone. We're starting to feel a bit of tension. It's not a lot. It's a little bit of a stretch That just feeling a little, little more effort that's happening in that area. For for some people, it may be to even reach out to someone like Dion and say, I would like to be on your podcast. That might be a stretch for them. For other people maybe that's in their comfort zone um for me it wasn't even a, it was like way out <laughs> the first time I reached out to Dion it was like um I can never do this I'm gonna throw up uh, I really had to do some work to get to that point but um another thing is uh that's in that that zone of a little larger step for me is to again recommit to my health and I've been doing that in the last month so those are a couple of things for me. What are a couple of things for you, Dion, that are stretch? Uh,
1: the recommitting to my health, that is um, that has manifested and popped up in a variety of ways. And um, of course, the universe always provides me with new challenges in order to to step into that. So that is definitely in my stretch zone, um, allowing not to doing, Is in my stretch zone. So I'm very comfortable if I have feeling like there's my to do list and I'm good with that and structure and knowing where things are going, but to um, allow and surrender to and pause and breathe and give space uh, for myself. I feel like I can do that all day for my clients, but when it comes to doing it for myself, I'm like, nope, fill the space, fill the space. So stretching myself to just be and pause and breathe and so this morning for instance i had an hour between when the kids left for the school today is the first day of recording by the way first day of school kids left for school and then my first client and i'm like okay i need to fill that hour and then i'm like no cuz i just my emotional roller coaster yay kids are gone and oh kids are gone and the whole thing like give yourself an hour to just not and that felt like a stretch. It definitely, it was awesome when I did it and it definitely stretched me. So.
0: Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Great. I love this. this is such great examples. I always love working with you. You're so <laughs> awesome. Anytime we have a, a talk and support one another, it's so enlightening. All right. If we take, if we take our rubber band again, so think about the comfort zone again, mm-hmm. and just a little bit of a stretch. And then now if we're going to go for just a little bit, let's give it more, not Mm -hmm. like completely all the way out, but we're, we're really giving some, some tension here. So let's call that the taking a risk or taking a big step that makes for me, it makes me a little nervous. I always, when I'm doing, going into this area out way kind of outside of my comfort zone. I get a little nervous, might get some anxiety. I may need to reach out to someone. I definitely need to work with a coach. Dion's got a few calls. (laughs) Um, It's that area where I feel I need support to to do the thing. Um, And a couple of examples for me are to speak, uh, to to talk, especially to talk on um, audio like we're doing today or talk on video like we're doing today that is absolutely a huge step and something that i needed to hire support Mm -hmm. for and um dion actually gave me support this year when i um hired her to support me with that and i encourage everyone if you're coming into this zone where it really feels like you're taking a risk hire support to have your back Mm -hmm. so that's one of the areas um in the, one of the things in this area of, of feeling like it's a big step, so to speak. And another one is to do live videos. So like on Facebook Live, uh <laughs> feel kind of <laughs> nauseous. And afterwards, I have this thing that I've worked through in coaching where I would feel like I'm going to throw up and it would last for anywhere from three hours to three days. It was mm-hmm. that visibility and it all comes it's things that were uh, wounds of my past that I needed to do that final polishing of. Mm-hmm. So th- those are a couple of things. Another is to try a complicated recipe and then serve it that day to others <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of cooking having a you know a pack of children. Um, I've done a lot of cooking in my life, but to try a new, complicated recipe and then serve it to other adult humans—that makes me a little sick to my stomach to think about. Um, and that's the imperfect perfectionist in me. Uh, so, Dion,
1: what a for you? <laughs> oh, we're getting deep here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. Um the areas that I know I need the most support are the areas that I support others in. And it's because I continuously work with this that I feel that um, I'm I'm always at the edge of it. I'm always uh, aware of it and I can see it mm-hmm. in others and support people through that. So um, the imposter syndrome is a big doozy of a thing for me and feeling like I don't have enough to give when someone asks and that they're going to figure out that I'm sort of falling short. And um, so that has a lot to do, that, that plays out for me in um, sometimes in my offers for like big programs. I feel like one-on-one, I'm, I'm super solid and I feel like safe there. But when I'm really, it's a visibility thing for sure. When I'm putting myself out there and being like, I can help you with this cricket, cricket, cricket is the fear. And then, right. So my coaches support me through that. You being one of them, man, I just love how that worked out. Um, And so that is definitely a big one for me. And I, the other one that I definitely seek out advisors and coaches for is for uh, money management. So my, and I mean, like due to shit ass money story of scarcity and lack just permeating every ounce of my being. And although I've shifted greatly into a more growth mindset or mindset of abundance, I'm still surrounded by people who are deep, deep, deep in scarcity. So mm-hmm. for me, continuously seeking out support is kind of how I supersede that whole, you are the five people you surround yourself with the five people that are around me. I'll believe one thing and like th- that, I'm around the most And I need um, to constantly access different ways of thinking to keep myself moving in the direction that I would like. So,
0: yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. And I want to just say to you personally, Dion, congratulations. Imposter syndrome is the confirmation to us that we are on that threshold of absolute phenomenal success. You are there, and all you need to do is step over now. That is, so congratulations on that. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you, thank you. 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 Confirmation that you are (laughs) there, and you're doing exactly what you're meant to do, and you're gonna be absolutely phenomenal. So uh, just a little, had to just say that. Uh, All right, so we are, again, We've, we've talked about comfort zone, we've done a little stretching, we've talked about taking some risks. Now, the next thing is woo, to pull your rubber band all the way, try not to snap yourself in the face. <laughs> it. it's, it's not fun. So if you pull it all the way, that is that for me, it's the WTF zone. It's the uh, what in the F are you talking about? I could never, I would never, there is no way mm-hmm. that is effing going to happen zone. So <laughs> at first, one of the things that was in that zone was public speaking or to speak on stage, to speak on camera. Uh, another thing was skydiving or, um, uh, any kind, of, uh, any kind of anything in the air, really high. So even one of those uh, little ultralight planes or something, I was, no, so not for me. <laughs> those were in that zone of things that there is just no freaking way. Uh, also to uh, travel by myself was another one that was in that zone because of my past. Mm-hmm. And especially surviving um, abduction from a public place, and if I would just know, that was never gonna have happen. So in that zone, I just I love to hear about what are in other people's zone because I've talked to so many people who skydiving, they're all about it. Even skydiving instructors. I, I mean, so many people that do these things, and that is in their comfort zone. So, uh, what's in yours, Dion? What's in your WTF zone, like uh, F that zone?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting. You said skydiving. I, it sounds like that would hit maybe a few people, being like, "Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that." I don't know if it's not if it's a it's a no, but I've never really been faced with the opportunity to have to actually make that decision. So, at the moment, it's a I don't uh, no. Um, but for me, and I recognize the, the possibility of it, of me saying this and it sounds like, yeah, well, it's because I can't that I would, that I don't, but I know that there's more to that. But anyway, I tend to get motion sickness and it has evolved like intensely post children, but it was massive when I was young. Um, Mm -hmm. if I'm in the back seat, that's a problem. definitely can't read. If I'm the passenger, I can't tell you what's on the map or the phone. I can't even read too many street signs or I'm going to be sick. So now I avoid boats, planes, and long car rides unless I can be highly medicated. Um, And the more that I say that out loud, the more I go, how limiting this belief is to me. And um, although the physical experience is fucking real. Like that, that's that's not pretend. But I recognize that there's more to whatever is manifesting there than just my biology, which is being impacted by neur- my neurology. I'm pointing at my brain here. Anyway, so that would I would say, like, because my husband wants to take the kids to Canada's Wonderland, which is a theme park here with lots of roller coasters. And my initial reaction is like, oh fuck, no. That's that's a hard no. Mummy will go to hold the bags at the bottom. Like that's my job because I cannot get on the roller coasters. Cause of course I'll throw up everywhere. Sorry for the visual, but that's, that's part of my, that. And so that came up recently, which makes me think that, yep, if I, I'm limiting myself to, and then, you know, you add your kids in there and all of a sudden it's like, oh, maybe I could, because of course there's two children and only one adult who will go on a roller coaster. Then we have to bring in a new adult and then blah, 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 blah. Anyway. So mm-hmm. Anything that requires or could potentially cause motion sickness would be on my fuck no list.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, I so really, I get motion sickness too. Back seat no go, and a boat no go. Uh, yet I feel that I feel that constriction again. So yes, when I feel myself saying those words, now I start wearing my rubber band and I expand again because there are ways we can do these things. All right, back back to the rubber band. All right, so we've talked about all these different areas. Imagine, has anyone besides me, oh, please, please, I hope someone listening besides me has had like a a pair of just the most comfortable um, sweatpants or pants with like an elastic waist or a skirt that you love to wear in the summer and you just have had for years. And imagine that elastic waistband uh, after you wear it for a really long time. What eventually happens to that elastic waistband?
1: Well, my it's it stretches, but I'm gonna just change the picture for just a second. So I was cleaning okay. up my linen closet, as one does when they're procrastinating from doing other things. So I was cleaning out my linen closet, and um, we have a varying sizes from king, queen, double, single and then I found infant sheets. I do not have infants, so that was interesting. That tells you how long I haven't done anything with this limb closet. Anyway, I pulled out all the sheets and then I'm trying to figure out what size everything is. So now I'm pulling out like them all and try to stretch them out to have a look at them. So I'm getting these fitted sheets out and I'm stretching these fitted sheets and the elastic gives way on almost all of them because they're old and dry and they just stay massively wide and they did not bounce back. (laughs) I was like, well, um, that's definitely Gonna fit on a king bed now, but anyway. So yes. that's that's the picture Thank I have you. of the very stretched elastic.
0: <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happens to elastic over time. I love that. This is such per- wow. Climbing. <laughs> Thank you, Dion. That is like, your wording and everything is just so perfect. That is what what happens. It stretches and it just gives out. It's not contracting anymore. In working with a coach, a mentor, a program that you align with, and starting to take steps, the steps, start with baby steps, start with regular steps, start with bigger steps, and working. As you do that, you're going between these zones. Over time, what happens is your comfort zone really expands, and it's easier to move between these zones, and eventually it gives out. Now, I do want to say, um, I, I myself, this summer, have had cha- challenges outside of my control and life and family. My, my house was flooded inside, uh, and now it's gutted. So I found this little nook in my house to be on camera today. Life happens, right? Things happen. It's not all happy joy joy all the time. And so when, when things happen, you may feel even though my comfort zone is it's getting bigger, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Please know that life does happen. And so sometimes we're like, oh, and it's really easy to go really, really into a, a comfort zone that maybe you thought, oh, I, I couldn't do that. And you find yourself there one day and then maybe something happens. And what mm. happens? It snaps back. And it's like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Well, just get right back and start mm. anew. Reach out for support and just it's begin anew, recognize that, reach out. And something that I find helpful to get, get back into the practice again is to put my rubber band on first. It's so easy. I mean, we, almost all of us have something like that in our home. And so that's my first, my anchor, my reminder and my anchor that back on and I'm doing my work. And then I, I reach out and to speak the words or type the words if I'm not able to speak them and let others know, Hey, I'm going through this challenging time that is another step so that i'm not stuck in that moment of snapback mm-hmm. That like oh that doesn't feel good and and staying in that place again because life does happen so i wanted to mention that and if you're working for a long time and even dion and i which we have been doing working on our own our own stuff and supporting others It's possible that your rubber band may stretch out. I had one that I was going to show you today that is one I usually, and I just couldn't find it, but it could really stretch out and just be really wide all the time, right? Or it could break. Still doesn't mean (laughs) life's not going to happen. Life will happen. So when it does, just get another rubber band and begin again. So that's what I wanted to share about Comfort Zone today and where my work started on September 11th 2001 almost 20 years ago where mm. i cracked open and realized how small i had allowed my world to get and my comfort zone to get and now doing my own healing process over the years which is super important we first need to do our healing work or at least do it in alignment with mm. our moving forward work make sure that you complete this otherwise you have that open wing
1: yeah
0: um and so i spent my time doing that and now spending my time expanding constantly expanding my comfort zone and when I realize that there's an area that I'm coming up with real resistance I reach out and get support from a coach mentor and I encourage you to do the same thing
1: oh rose that was brilliant I I gotta tell you that was not the first time I've seen the elastic because or the rubber band because of course I have been through this with you and you've shared this and it's brilliant. I fucking love it. And I wanted, thank you for the walking us through all of those zones. And um, I, again, um, when this episode comes out, it it doesn't fucking matter what time of year, there's always something, there's always a form of transition that we um, are all kind of moving through the seasons, the months, the holidays, the traditions, the um, new opportunities, the support surprise moments, the holy fuck moments, like all of those are constantly happening. So this is invaluable information and and brilliant resource to be able to tap into. So, you know, you may want to dog ear this episode, however you do that, and maybe come back to it to remind yourself about this practice is absolutely brilliant. And what made me, what I was thinking about when you were talking about the snapback and, you know, I'm thinking about Pandemic. I'm thinking about, oh yeah, return to life after pandemic, which feels like another snapback. And um, you know, one of the things that you and I work through regularly as coaches, and what I think a lot of people are tapping into is what makes that snapback experience more easeful is the work that we do when we're not in. holly fuck moment um, to stay connected to our why, our valleys, that grounding experiences. So the one thing that will always be is the being that you are, right? That's the constant. And then the environment that we find ourselves in, that's the constant change and allowing yourself to stretch and reach beyond that, those edges, those borders, and allowing for growth and evolution Um, is made, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's made easier if you feel like your both feet are planted on the ground. So I know that that's a huge element of your work and it's why one of the reasons I love being with your community is it's just so grounded, so grounded. My feet feel right in the earth, Zoom or in person, it doesn't matter. There's those connection points. So for the listeners who are feeling stretched and like they're pushing against walls or ceilings or roof, or they're feeling like it's coming down on them or whatever it might be, um, to work with the stretch to meet that resistance with energy that, you know, is going to support you. It needs to be aligned and grounded. That's how I see that.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning I love talking to you, Dion, I, just, I can love it. Thank you for mentioning grounding. Um, one of the things I wanted to offer to you and your listeners is a complimentary ticket to, um, we're going to be doing a special ceremony. Our spiritual practitioner program is beginning this month, and we're going to be doing a special goddess gathering around grounding, and we're actually going to be doing an activation so I'll be giving you a link for your, you to share with your with your community um, to come and do this uh, autumn equinox grounding. We're going to mm-hmm. hold it after autumn equinox, um, but it'll be in the autumn, autumn time. And it is phenomenal. Uh, something that I would love anyone who wants to be- begin their journey, expand their journey uh, to come and join in this grounding ceremony and activation and again i just want to say find a rubber band it can be a first step anyone can do this anywhere anchor yourself with your rubber band and then reach out to get support join um, a community and also get the one-on-one support i know we both feel that's really important Dion. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah Yeah, super important Awesome. awesome
1: Thank you. Thank you for your wisdom and your love and your energy and um that constant or consistent maternal support. You had mentioned it. I read it in the in your bio, but having experienced it firsthand, it is just such a just such a hug from thousands of miles away. So thank you for that. And thank you for being here. And, and thank you to all of the amazing listeners who keep tuning in week after week. I'm so grateful for you. Please uh, share this with your friends, let them know about this opportunity and, um, and stay connected to you and reach out uh, when you feel a little stretched. There are people everywhere who are here to support you. So awesome. So thank you, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.